Well, at this time, I'm going to ask Peter and Abby to bring Naomi. I'm also going to encourage any children who want to sit in this empty front row we have up here, which I, I didn't tell anyone not to sit in the front row, but any of you children whom your parents are okay with you sitting up front, if you would like to, please feel free to do so. Join me around this little thing. I know that you're going to be up here with us. It's your part of our family. The Lord Jesus Christ instituted baptism as a covenant sign and seal for his church. He uses it not only for the solemn admission of the person baptized into the visible church, but also to depict and confirm his engrafting of that person into himself, into his body. And his including of that person in the covenant of grace. The Lord uses baptism to portray to us that we and our children are conceived and born in sin and need to be cleansed. He uses it to witness and seal to us the remission of sins and the bestowal of all the gifts of salvation through union with Christ. Baptism with water signifies and seals first the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit, what we call the new birth. Additionally, it represents to us cleansing from sin by the blood and spirit of Christ, together with our death unto sin and our resurrection unto newness of life by the virtue of the death and resurrection of Christ. The time of our outward baptism, this sign does not necessarily coincide with the inward work of the Holy Spirit, which the sign represents and seals to us. In other words, baptism just in itself doesn't save, but it points us to the saving, the baptism of the Holy Spirit within which may come, which may come at any point when the Spirit works faith in the heart. In our baptism, the Lord puts his name upon us, claims us as his own, and summons us to assume the obligations of the covenant. He calls us to believe in Christ Jesus as our Savior, to renounce the devil, the world, and the flesh, and to walk humbly with our God, in devotion to his commandments. 
Although our children do not yet understand these things, they are nevertheless to be baptized. For God commands that all who are under his covenant of grace be given the sign of that covenant. God made the promise of the covenant to believers and their offspring. In the Old Testament, he declared to Abraham, And I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your seed after you, in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto you and your seed after you. For this reason, in the Old Testament, God commanded that the covenant infants be given the sign of circumcision. The covenant is the same in essence in both the Old and New Testaments. Indeed, the grace of God for the consolation of believers is even more fully manifested in the New Testament. Thus, rather than rescinding the covenant promise to believers and their offspring in the New Testament, God reaffirms it. He reaffirms it on the day when the New Testament church began, the day of Pentecost, through the Apostle Peter, he declares that the promise is to you and to your children. He promises, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved, you and your house, Acts 16, 31. He affirms that even if one parent is a believer, the children are to be called holy, 1 Corinthians 7, 14. Moreover, our Savior admitted little children into his presence and embraced them and blessed them, as we have already considered this morning. And he blessed them as those of whom is the kingdom of God. And so in the New Testament, no less than the old, the children of believers have an interest in the covenant and a right to the covenant sign and the outward privileges of the covenant people, the church. In the New Testament, baptism has replaced circumcision as the covenant sign. Therefore, by the covenant sign of baptism, the children of believers are to be distinguished from the world and solemnly admitted into the visible church. Before I baptize Naomi, going to ask Peter and Abby to commit again to the raising of her in the Lord to this covenant commitment. You'll find a copy of this in your bulletins if any of you would like to read along. And you parents, you have a special obligation here uh, as those whose children are baptized to keep this covenant commitment as well. So Peter and Abby, do you believe the Bible consisting of the Old and New Testaments to be the word of God and its doctrine of salvation to be the perfect and only true doctrine of salvation? We do. Do you acknowledge that although your children are conceived and born, born in sin, and therefore are subject to condemnation, they are holy in Christ by virtue of the covenant of grace, and as children of the covenant are to be baptized? We do. We do. 
Do you promise to teach Naomi diligently the principles of our holy Christian faith revealed in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments and summarized in the confession of faith of this church? We do. We do. do you promise to pray regularly with and for Naomi and to set an example of piety and godliness before her? We do. Do you promise to endeavor by all the means that God has appointed to bring Naomi up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, encouraging her to appropriate for herself the blessings and to fulfill the obligations of the covenant? We do. We do. Naomi Lily Johnson, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear congregation, you also have obligations this day. I remind you that you are obligated, as members of this body of believers, to do everything you can to support and encourage and assist Peter and Abby in the raising of Naomi and her sisters. And part of that obligation is to pray for Naomi and her sisters, and to pray for their parents, and to pray with them. And we're going to do that right now. I'm going to ask Elder Shekels to pray for Naomi and her parents with us this morning. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for this opportunity to witness Naomi's uh, baptism, to be reminded of all that entails, both for Peter and Abby, but also for us as your local congregation as your church here in Greenfield. Lord, we pray that uh, uh, we would be witness to Naomi's growing up and nurturing and, and uh, coming to that point in her life where she confesses you as her Lord and Savior. And we pray that you be with each one of us as we participate with Peter and Abby in that endeavor. We pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> That was the right approach. I, I didn't I didn't see who did that. Yay. Our closing hymn is found in your bulletin, Sovereign Ruler of the Skies. Please stand with me if you are able as we sing this. Sovereign Ruler of the Skies.